Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I am your moderator, Owen Daniels, and I am interviewing Peter Theron, the Republican candidate for the U.S. House of Representatives 2nd Congressional District in the November 8th general election. Each candidate for this office will be asked a set of questions prepared by League members to discuss at their interview. So to kick our conversation off, Peter, what is your professional, educational, and civic background that qualifies you for the United States House of Representatives, and why are you running? I'm running for Congress to correct the course of our country. Uh, like you, I'm concerned about the future of America. That's why I ran in 2014, and I'm deeply grateful that tens of thousands of you supported me. I live in Madison, where I teach statistics and mathematics. I'm married to a wonderful woman who luckily likes math, too. My BA in statistics is from Princeton University, and my PhD in mathematics from UW-Madison. And I have a question for you. Are you better off than you were eight years ago? Eight years ago, gasoline was $1.79 a gallon. Our debt was $10 trillion, and our labor force participation rate was 66%. Now, gasoline is over $2 a gallon. Our debt is almost $20 trillion, and our labor force participation rate is so low that 94 million Americans have stopped looking for work. Eight years ago, if you liked your health plan and your health provider, you could keep them. The president and the Democrats promised that nothing would change. Instead, many of us have had to deal with unwanted changes to both our health care and our health care providers. The Affordable Care Act is wasting our money and shrinking our health plans. In the last eight years, the world has become a much more dangerous place. North Korea has nuclear weapons and is working on ballistic missiles. Iran has ballistic missiles and is working on nuclear weapons. Homegrown Islamic terrorists have attacked America, and our military has been shrunk to a size not seen since Sunday, December 7, 1941, when the sun rose over Pearl Harbor. As a mathematician, I know this doesn't add up. What do you think, and what do we do about it? Our first priority is to unleash our economy. Federal overspending, overregulation, and a welfare not work emphasis are holding us back. Our second task is to repeal Obamacare. It is weighing down our economy and wrecking our health care system. Our third critical goal, strengthen our military. And finally, we need to secure our borders and enforce our laws. We need to stem the flood of illegal aliens who are both compromising our national security and our public health. If you're also worried about the track of America, you can learn more at theronforcongress.com. While the economy has made great strides, according to economic indicators such as the unemployment rate and middle-class income growth, most Americans don't seem to feel economically secure. What do you believe are steps Congress needs to take to give the citizens a greater sense of economic security? First of all, the, the, the um, unemployment rate, as reported by the federal government, uh, is a fairly misleading indicator because, as I indicated in my opening statement, those who are no longer looking for work are, no long, are not considered to be unemployed. And so the fact that our labor force participation rate has dropped significantly is part of the reason that we're seeing a cosmetic improvement in the um, <clears throat> uh, 
in the, in the uh, unemployment rate. Again, federal overregulation and federal overspending are weighing down the economy. They are preventing job creators from doing just that. They are also encouraging uh, job uh, <clears throat> employers to move their um, to move jobs overseas. We have the highest tax, the income, corporate income tax in the world, uh, which is encouraging multinationals to move their headquarters offshore. Uh, it's also uh, encouraging multinationals to keep trillions of dollars uh, in profits overseas rather than repatriating them here to the United States. Our tax system uh, is Byzantine. Um, it's such that a, a multinational large corporation like General Electric can arrange things to pay zero income tax, but a mom and pop corporation uh, will end up paying 39%. Uh, Congress will be working with the new president and administration when it returns after the election. How do you believe this will generally affect your work as a representative if elected? And how do you believe the election of either major party candidate, Trump or Clinton, will affect your work? One of the problems that we've had uh, for, for the, the past 50 years has been the growth in power of the executive. Uh, and it's been at the expense of uh, the prerogatives of Congress. So I believe that regardless of who is elected president, the, the next Congress needs to reassert itself, both in terms of the power of the purse uh, and uh, in terms of oversight. Uh, we've seen repeatedly government bureaucrats who have uh, ignored subpoenas, who have ignored requests for documents, uh, who have then who have sent uh, documents that are heavily redacted. Uh, we had a situation recently where a congressional com uh, committee chairman had to actually serve a witness from the FBI to get documents from the FBI. Uh, this is uh, executive arrogance. And Congress needs to reestablish that it is the first among equals of our three branches. Cyber attacks of U.S. government or organization computer systems is an ever-increasing threat. What actions do you believe Congress needs to take in response to these attacks? The, uh, the, re the, the news that uh, Chinese uh, agents, if you will, had in fact pretty much downloaded the entire database of the Office of Personnel and Management. Uh, that is the, the, the government's HR department. So they have not only the social security numbers, uh, but all of the um, personal information for every government employee um, for the past at least 20 years. Uh, this was not a, uh, a, a, a hack. Uh, because the Office of Personnel Management had in fact hired these Chinese nationals uh, headquartered in China to be the database administrators. Because the, the Office of Personnel Management uh, director was not in, in any way uh, a computer professional, so didn't realize what a terrible thing she was doing. Uh, the, we, we need to have, plus, She's still, she's still employed uh, by the government. Uh, the, the accountability uh, is, is something that Congress must insist upon. 
Too often we hear about breaches uh, or about uh, inappropriate behavior by government functionaries, and at, at worst they're given a slap on the wrist. They may be transferred temporarily or, or given paid, or put on paid leave, uh, what those of us in the private sector would refer to as vacation. Uh, but then they come back and it's as if nothing had happened. Racial tensions, especially in terms of police community relations and policing and the criminal justice system in general, are definitely in the forefront of issues that seem to be long overdue for addressing in this country. Do you believe Congress has a role to play? And if so, what do you believe it should be doing? My impression has been that the um, loca that, that local um, authorities, such as what happened in Dallas, where there were where five police officers were assassinated, um, and the um, the Dallas police force reached out to the community, uh, and um, the, the the community coalesced, um, as opposed to what we saw in Ferguson or in Detroit, me, or, in, or in Baltimore, or recently now in Charlotte, uh, where the the local authorities um, have not been as effective. I think that it, a one-size-fits-all from the federal government is not going to be a, uh, appropriate. It's, very, it's, it's important that officials who are close to the situation are the ones who are dealing with it. What other issue areas through committee work and legislation introduction do you wish to make a priority for yourself if you are elected and why? One of the things that has come to the forefront recently has been the scandal with EpiPen and its overcharging. Uh, this brings up the role of the Food and Drug Administration in drug approval. Uh, it takes 12 years and $2 billion to get a drug through this system. This definitely tilts the playing field towards uh, large drug companies that can afford the time, the expense, and the personnel away from smaller companies. Um, I believe that the Food and Drug Administration could be very, pro very appropriately uh, reformed using the Underwriters Laboratory model. Underwriters Laboratory uh, handles the testing of anything you plug into your electrical socket. Uh, the, that laboratory is funded by the insurance companies that insure the manufacturers of electrical equipment. So those insurance companies have a twofold goal, two, two goals. Number one, they want to make sure that the companies can actually sell products so they can continue to buy insurance. And number two, they want to make sure that those products are safe because otherwise the insurance companies uh, will uh, have to pay claims. Uh, this has been a, a, a success story uh, for probably going on 100 years, I think something similar as far as the Food and Drug Administration uh, is long overdue. Okay, finally, Peter, what would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Well, I guess it's very simple. Um, the question I would again ask is, do you feel that America is on the right, on the right track or the wrong track? Um, we have had a Democrat in Congress in South Central Wisconsin since 1998, and I believe it's time for a change.
So if you support me for Congress, together we'll get America back so that you can pursue your dreams. To learn more, please go to theronforcongress.com. That's Tango, Hotel Echo, Romeo, Oscar, November, the preposition for, and the Den of Iniquity Congress.com. Thank you for your time. I want to thank Peter Theron for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. Please remember to vote in the November 8th general election. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.